Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is episode 183 with my dear friend and fellow drummer, David Aguiar. I really am excited that he's on the show. He hit me up several months ago and said he has like shows to promote and all this stuff going on. And when we recorded this back in February before our new lifestyle of quarantine and self <laughs> social distancing, um, they had shows going on and everybody had shows going on and now there's no updates to plug. So... <laughs> It's a really weird, weird time. Um, so, you know, just look at their Instagrams and stuff. You're going to hear all kinds of shows promoted throughout this episode, um, particularly at the end. Um, but just, you know, just stay up on their Instagram. This, uh, David's and The Brevet uh, is the band that he plays for. The Brevet spelled B-R-E-V-E-T. Um, make sure and check those web- those Instagrams out because they'll be announcing shows when that all when everybody starts getting out in the public again and all that stuff. But we did all this planning to make this you know this episode come out on a specific day to really like hype the launch of all these dates and stuff. And now it's just looking strange now. Like maybe those dates are going to happen in April and it just sucks. And and I don't have any dates to, to promote today for the same reasons. Um, that being said, I know none of you guys do, and so I will quickly mention. Um, just how grateful I am for everybody that showed up uh, and donated for donated to the GoFundMe that I uh, started a couple of weeks ago. We just uh, stopped that stopped that campaign yesterday, um, or I guess Sunday, and uh, the money will be going out to the artists that were affected that opted in for benefits um, as soon as it clears and goes into our accounts. So um, that should happen within the week, and I'm really excited to be giving a little bit of aid to the community that you guys know so well here from the show. Uh, several artists, you know, are, I mean, everybody's affected. Some some have families that can help. Some have side jobs that aren't affected. Some, have, you know, there's all these different situations. But a large uh, a large percentage of the people that um, that do this podcast, myself included, have just lost all kinds of work and benefits and all these different things. So uh, the GoFundMe really did help, and it means so much to me that you guys are part of this great community that you know that we've been building over the last several years. So. Anyway, uh, you know, I don't want to talk too much about coronavirus and quarantine and all that stuff because that's all that we are thinking about these days. <laughs> and I want this episode to help take your mind off of it, not remind you. So let's forget all about it, okay? From now on, let's just move the fuck on. Let's have some fun. This is a really, really great, uh, you know, chance that I got to sit down with an old friend and uh, reconnect, catch up for a couple hours before we even started, and then just chill and goof around. So, um, and not only do you get to meet him and, and see how cool this guy is, but you also get to hear music from the Brevet. So, after this episode is done, I really do hope, more than ever, that you guys are going to Insta- uh, Instagram to follow these guys, to iTunes, to buy their music, to Spotify, to stream it, and supporting these musicians. Um, it would mean the world to me if they just got a huge bump in sales over the next week. Um, But anyway, uh, you know, hey, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope that you are finding yourself calm, safe, healthy during these times. Normally, I talk a lot about traffic during the intro and how I don't want you to get too mad. But hey, man, I live in L.A. and traffic is beautiful right now. (laughs) I personally haven't really left the house um, more than for walks around with Rupert um, for the last three weeks. So um, I'm not stir crazy yet. I'm still keeping really busy. but no traffic problems, you know? So I hope that if you are like me and you're uh, stuck in your home, I hope you're finding ways to keep busy, keep positive, stay relaxed, you know, still curl up once in a while. Get a nice hot or cold beverage, whatever you, whatever you need, you know what I'm saying? Get comfy, relax, and enjoy the freaking... <gasps>
Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knutson, and I am, you guessed it, super strong. Today's strength level is contractual agreements. Now, that's something strange to, to start an episode with, but my friend here that is the guest on the show came, you know, got here early. I was not ready. <laughs> and then we went on a nice walk with Rupert, mascot of the show. We talked about all a great many things. We, we haven't seen each other for a few years, and it was nice to just catch up. And, you know, we're two fellow drummer musicians here in the you know southern california region and we got to talking about many things but i was thinking we were th- thinking about the strength of contractual agreements the the strength that it, it brings a band or a friendship when you do things in advance and you talk about that stuff and the protections that can le- you know that can le- that can come from such agreements and and i thought you know what i feel warm and and friendly with this man because mm-hmm. we you know we, we're honest with each other we have, we, you know, we've, from the beginning, we've understood our friendship, I think. <laughs> Just as much as like a contractual agreement might, you know, the safety that one of those might make you feel. Sure. Now, am I stretching to try to make this make sense? Of course. <clears throat> of course I'm stretching. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> we got a little walk in this morning. But, a oh, my goodness, we did. And you're hearing his warm, wonderful voice. Uh, this is a drummer. A drummer mm. uh, for the band The Brevet. He's a handsome mm-hmm. man. He, I just recently found out he's in the dog chew business. I am in the dog chew business. This is actually he's a handy man, a husband, a father. This is the wonderful David Aguiar. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> they came from outside. There's people clapping outside of my window right now. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's not easy to get in my car and yeah, I had to put on the sunglasses. Exactly. Yeah, get a towel over my Especially head. coming coming up here to West Hollywood, you have to be careful of paparazzi, dude. You have to be careful of a lot of things. Yeah. Man, sure coming do. from Orange County to LA, it's no do, joke. Do you think it's cool to say paparazzi and take off the eye? I kind of like how when people say, like, like people, uh-huh. like from like Italian <laughs> people say, like, a nice yeah. prosciutto or like, like a, fresh mozz, you know? Yeah. Paparazzi. Yeah. It's nice. I Just mean, I never to, thought about it before, but yeah. now, now that you mention it. I think it's one of the most Italian <laughs> things you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Italian? No, not even oh, a little okay. bit, but. Well, I'm marrying someone who's half Italian, so that's kind of yeah. That's kind of like I am in a way. Yeah, you've kind of like appropriated that a little bit in the best way. I get, okay in the best way. I was gonna say I feel like appropriation has it's, taken on such a yeah, negative uh, negative meaning. I I, yeah. I fear saying it. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I think it's very. I'm first generation American, so for me, mm-hmm. the appropriation thing is. It's one you of feel the, like you're on a daily basis <clears throat> it's appropriating. One the, it's one of the best parts about. You yeah, know, about this country, I think. Right, it's know. all about mixing it up, right? I That's mean, what I always thought. When I first moved here, I was in Westminster. Yeah. Which is like li- Little Saigon. It's yeah. Like one of the biggest Vietnamese populations, I think, in the country. Yeah. And I've been saying that forever. I've never actually fact checked myself. Oh, okay. But I'm pretty That's okay. sure it's true. It's true to me. <laughs> yeah. What well, is now? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, you know, that's like just south of Long Beach, next to Huntington Beach. And yeah. then uh, now my wife and I live in Santa Ana. Mm-hmm. which is maybe 10 miles down down the street. Yeah, yeah. And now it's essentially like little Mexico. Right. You know, it's like two completely different worlds. There are more Mexicans living in Santa Ana than in actual Mexico. Yeah, don't fact check uh, Ryan on that either. But <laughs> <laughs> for sure, yeah. <laughs> I taught at Modern Day in, uh, in Santa Ana for like six years. Oh, really? Yeah, and oh, I uh, 
Yeah, I just had a dream last night where my where the band director was in that dream. I just remembered. Just remembering mm. that now. Wow. It wasn't uh, it, w- it was just a regular type dream. It wasn't anything weird, you know. But I can't yeah. remember the plot of it. But I just remember seeing him in the dream last night. That's weird. I'm sure if we What a strange thing. We should just the rest of the podcast <laughs> strange we should for just only we me. should just unpack that dream and just Yeah, see. we should figure out what's going cuz people love yeah. hearing about people's dreams. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the podcast, you're just crying, <laughs> you're just sobbing. But isn't that weird? Appropriating, like the word "appropriate" is is good, right? Yeah, honestly, I when don't something, know. When you're being appropriate, that's a positive thing. Yeah, I don't know the if etymology. It's, if it's just a, if it takes on a completely different. It does yeah. actually. That's why English is so annoying. You know? I mean, right. Well, even uh, you know Portuguese. I'll, I'll take it back around. So my wife is American. She's been yeah. here for like countless generations. Right. And uh, my family is Portuguese and she's, she speaks Spanish pretty well. She has a bunch of family in Mexico. Yeah. So she's got a pretty good handle on Portuguese, you know, cause she's kind of got the <clears throat> love language kind of vibe. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. kind of got that going. So, so it helps. It helps a lot. Yeah, totally. But she's found two words that just sound similar and she'll try and ask my dad about it who like, you know, hardly speaks english uh-huh. still got it and he just looks at her like you're fucking crazy like what are you talking about like they sound make, totally different yeah yeah she's yeah. trying to like make uh make sense of a word kind of like like they're cognates in a way but they're right. not but they're not at all or they're not it just it's yeah. just like i'm trying to think of a parallel with, with english something that you would yeah. think is comes from the same latin base or something but right and may, maybe it does but now it just completely takes on yeah a, a different meaning you yeah know? yeah I forget what we were talking about, man. It's okay. <laughs> we're talking about appropriating. <laughs> oh yeah. If I'm gonna look that up, you know, if like if appropriate and appropriating. Right. I probably sound like like an idiot. I just want everyone. No, to know, you don't sound is, like an idiot. This is my this is my third po- first podcast ever, and Ooh. I'm like, I've been drinking coffee with Ryan and uh, for mm-hmm. for a while now. Yeah, for and, about an hour. And not only is Ryan super strong, his coffee. Ooh. <laughs> Super strong. I'm tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> tripping balls. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's like a, it's not even noon yet, and we like to just get this day started. I like to, you know, I like to have people over, offer them coffee, and then after you've drank a lot of it, tell you yeah. what I actually put into it. You know? Yeah, you have to slow all the audio down. Like, I know that you do have to <laughs> drive home after this, <laughs> Yeah, but I thought it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you put in this coffee? Put a little bit of acid in there. It's just, gonna, just for fun. <laughs> oh man! Best well, um, whenever I have guests on the show, as everyone knows, it's like my, I mean, not not a, you know, I love having drummers on the show because mm. I'm a drummer. You know, I love me some drummers. I've I've said sure. it many times in my life. I love me some drummers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you said earlier is uh, about what we were talking about with contractual stuff, right? And I think that's just just the tip of the iceberg. With like we are. How, are in and out of the same worlds a lot. Oh, totally. With the, yeah. with a very similar similar role, you mm-hmm. know, to be like a sport role, to be to help be a co writer when you need to be, or just to help arrange things when you need to be, to be mellow like. Oh, totally. And it just and it changes with every group or or setting mm-hmm. that you're in. Maybe because maybe you're with somebody that writes everything himself, and you need to be with that, you know, and like and it's a different thing. Right. Or maybe you're part of a really really <clears throat> cohesive unit that's everyone's writing together all the time, or you know, it's just. Sure. Or like, um, you know, a lot of people who are just more feel kind of writers, which yeah. seems like more the case with singer songwriters. Totally. Where they don't realize that <clears throat> maybe a bar of seven will serve that melody well. They don't even realize they're doing it, but you yeah. can come in and you can lay that out. Mm-hmm. Like, 
let that let the bass player know that's what's happening or whatever like yeah. you kind of have to be malleable like yeah that, totally I think, yeah you know? which is what makes our kind so uh special i maybe. agree oh i totally agree i was just talking to my friend uh, andrew green last night because uh, mm-hmm. he was in town for a second and we were talking about how just uh, just in that same you know age-old conversation of why drummers are good at hanging together mm-hmm. uh, just I, and i think I, th- I really do think it has to do with the communal nature of drums from the from fruition you know Definitely. like you, the more drummers there are in a room the you know it's like you know and, and like you and i have played brazilian style bateria stuff together and it's like you you're required to have a bunch of players like yeah a, you know? i mean you more so I'm, I'm just hanging on asking you what to do but yeah oh, i'll take well, it well it doesn't matter <laughs> we, we played together though. you I'm know trying it's to like, play a sword though next the... to next to ryan it's like this is so embarrassing i hope he still likes me. no no it's so, but that's what's so much fun about drums like you know, like you can get that right. whole group that big ass group together and mm-hmm. it, but you don't often see like a bunch of guitar players hanging out or a bunch yeah. of singers hanging out i mean how long can you talk about pedals for really really you no know? fuzz okay all. all right i have a i have a <laughs> harmonizer activator okay we're good I have a theory. I don't know if it's a theory, if you can call it a theory, but at some point someone decided it'd be cool to make all pedals the names of like NES video games. Oh, hell yeah, like, that's the, cool. like they all sound like like video game names, you know? Yeah, Astronomer. And yeah, there, and there's a lot of crazy ones. So I've seen, mm. I've, I've noticed that. We just, mm. I was just at Nam. Um, oh yeah, we're Na- actually recording this during Namuary. Namuary. I was going to ask about Namuary. I've been following you on the on the social on the social media. I've been creeping a little bit. Oh, that's good. I like that. Doing my research. <laughs> I saw Namuary. Yeah, man, you were there the whole time, huh? Pretty much. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then I skipped Saturday, <clears> Sunday <throat> this year. It was kind of a test. Mm-hmm. It was a test to see how, you know, how, you know, w- w- if, if the show was doable there, mm-hmm. they started the new media center there for podcasting and stuff. So it was like trying to figure out if that was cool. Oh, nice. Um, all this different oh, stuff. Right. It was, a, it was a kind of, and so I think it will, I think with that experience, we will streamline, I think I've streamlined a really cool way to do it for next year, I think. So yeah, look, it looked great. So I th- I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it was going to, I think it'll be cool in the future. It was, it was really fun. And mm-hmm. I think Namuary came out really cool, but we're recording it. Right halfway, we're halfway, directly halfway of being done with of Namuray right now. We've mm-hmm. five or yeah, five episodes into the eight. So yeah, um, it's great you have uh because my thing with Nam like it it makes me anxious if I don't have like a prerogative. If I just walk in there, I know. yeah, exactly, like with no plan or anything. Yep, I <clears throat> like I'll, I'll lose I'll lose my mind like I go crazy. I know I can only last for like half an hour in there right. if I don't have something to do. Yeah. If I got like. Like the artist rep at Ludwig, I know he's there. If I can run over to the Aquarian guy, because I know that they're based in Southern California, totally. whatever, you know, yep. DW's in Oxnard. Like if I can give myself uh, something to do, then <clears throat> then I'm, <clears throat> I'm stoked to, to be there. But otherwise, it just makes me anxious. And I'm watching you there, and you've got you got your setup. you got a bunch of people cruising through. It sounds sounds and looks like a like just like a good streamlined, like, yeah productive i think yeah i think that's that's having people come to that i loved having people come to the media center it made things Mm. so much easier just being like oh yeah sit back relax yeah dude (laughs) have people stream through and do interviews it was really cool which is not what most people do in nam most people don't go to nam to sit back and relax no you go to you go there to lose your fucking mind (laughs) (laughs) like check out this new kick drum my 15 (laughs) dollar beers this new kick drum you don't even need to play it man well, okay. So before we get any further, mm. I want to show I want to show the people what you do. You know, I want you're here to talk about the band The Brevet. We're not going to talk about dog chews. Oh, we, uh, well, we I'd still <laughs> like to talk about that. I actually do want to talk no, about I that more. I'm very curious about this 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 endeavor. But before we do anything else, I'd just like to hit the audience with some music. We have several tracks to show. Um, you said you wanted to show. Uh, 
the people. <laughs> you wanted to show them gateway drug. Do you want to talk about this tune a little bit? Um, maybe. I mean, there's no, really or is it not... self-explanatory. Gateway drug. I guess it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh-huh. Like it's not it's not too deep or anything. I think probably most people probably get it. It's kind of a feel-good song, a little more on the groovy side of of uh, what you guys do. What we do. Um, for all these songs, I think I sent you all songs off of the last album, Legs. Okay. That we released in uh, twenty, like late twenty eighteen. Cool. I hope I'm getting that right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They can fact check you. (coughs) Yeah, everyone will Google it. Yeah. Uh, Releases then. So all all these songs. Fuck you! You are wrong. (laughs) David, don't even know what year your band is released an album. (laughs) And one of them's like my 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 singer. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's the most mad. Fuck, bro. (laughs) Eighteen. 2018 was a crazy year, so I'm going to give Agreed. myself a pass. Even if I am wrong, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like November 2018. Um, so that's where... Oh, you even put a month on it now. <laughs> Did I add a month? Oh, you're dude. Like, you're like November of 2018. It was, it was the 17th. <laughs> 6 p.m. Shit. No, that's awesome. So, okay, gateway drug. Uh, gateway drug. Gateway drug. Uh, gateway is off the last album, Legs. Okay. And all the other songs I sent you are all off legs, which is the last release that okay. we did. Gotcha. Um, so um, yeah, again, like none of them are like super heady or anything. Um, the groovy, kinda, fun, groovy, a bit of a fun place. Yeah, to just fun. start it's the show. Pretty positive, positive music. You know, definitely like you can listen to it around the family and stuff. Oh yeah. Know? Okay. But, well, here uh, we go. Then here's the brevet with Gateway Drug.
gotta love a short ending. <laughs> it's all about the short. You gotta ending. love a nice little tight <laughs> pop. Snap. Little puppy snap at the end of it, dude. I love that. Yeah. It, might, it might be one of my favorite kind of fills, too. You know, what? Like everyone's expecting, like a big ass, like a. Like, but if you just go, if you just drop out, yeah. Like, don't even, don't even land on one. Boom, 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 pop. I love that, dude. Okay, so yeah, um, reindeer chews. You go up to Alaska. Dog chews. Yeah, so... Uh, so I, I should say dog chews. It's not... The reindeers aren't chewing on them, but it's reindeer meat, right? No, it's just uh, the antlers. And, I mean, it's okay, reindeer antlers. Re- reindeer antler chews. So yeah. you go to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to talk about this? Is there anything illegal about what you're doing? Uh, no, it's totally illegal. I sell wholesale to a bunch of stores Boom. here in LA, Orange County. I got um, a few up in Alaska. I have one in Dallas now. Yeah. Uh, Bay Area. Well, so you go uh, up, you drive to Alaska. You drive up. I've done the drive. Uh, it's been a long time. I you go no, every year. I have no need to drive there anymore. I did it oh. twice. Done done that drive twice. And you but harvest like fallen antlers. No. So uh, my brother, uh, believe it or not, has a reindeer farm uh-huh. up in Alaska. Oh. So reindeer. <clears throat> no, I don't know. If probably a few people know this. Reindeer. Everyone knows what a caribou is. Sure. Everyone knows what a reindeer is. Mm-hmm. But essentially. A reindeer is to a caribou like a dog is to a wolf. It's oh. like a domesticated version of a caribou. They were brought over from Siberia in like the late 19th century. Gotcha. They were brought over. Um, I guess our shipping boats came here <clears throat> and depleted a bunch of the fishing for all the natives Yeah, up uh, up in like the Alaskan uh, coast. So there are a couple of missionaries who brought reindeer over to help out economically because you could use them for travel you know they could pull sleds yeah for food clothes whole thing so they brought them over and they've just kind of become their own thing in alaska you know because they can live in 40 below yeah all year all year round so my brother has a farm up there he knows a bunch of other farming farmers university up in fairbanks um they've got a reindeer farm and uh so i just went up there to visit i'll go up and visit him uh once a year or so every couple years maybe back back when i first started it and he actually got me to work uh, <clears throat> up in Nome for the Iditarod. Oh, you know sweet. what that is? Of course. Yeah. yeah, that sounds awesome. So I was there the week of Iditarod, like as riders were coming in, That's working awesome. for the reindeer research program in Fairbanks that does cooperative extension with the native herders. So wow. they kind of teach them how to do uh, animal welf- welfare and like managing the things and stuff. So I was just out there helping, you know, it's like shoveling snow and helping tag deer and putting up like enclosures and fences so they can handle the deer. <clears throat> so it was then I was, I was over there and, and I came back and then I started seeing these, these antlers were being marketed at pet stores as dog chews. Yeah. So kind of a light bulb moment. Like my brother's got a farm university has one. I know like three or four other ones. Uh, I could probably just get like a home based business and just start just using, just having a little side hustle here. Totally. Yeah. So do you cut? The, do they cut the antlers off so that they don't uh, no. fight in so the farm and stuff, or do they that's just the fall thing. off? They fall off naturally. That's yeah. A, yeah. So that was the, the appeal of them. Is unlike horns. You think horns is like goats, cattle, right? Uh, stuff like that. That's more like a fingernail. Like it grows. Yeah, it and grows. You just, you know, trim it or or whatever. Usually, I'm sure like it's moderated just by scrubbing up on stuff. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. sure how that works. But with antlers, it's an annual cycle. It's like the fastest growing tissue. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, like on the on the planet again 
don't fact check me for that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it grows super fast, and then it like dies, calcifies, hardens the bone, and then mm. it falls off. Yeah. So I'll just go up there once a year, usually help out my brother with his farm. He usually has a ton of stuff to do, stretch fence and yeah, um, help handle the deer, work on his house and stuff like that. And then uh, I'll collect a bunch of antler and bring home a couple hundred pounds, cut it up, tag everything, just sell them to pet pet store and wholesale. And I'm totally, I'm sorry I didn't bring one for Rupert. Oh, dude, I brought you gifts, but I didn't bring Rupert gifts. (laughs) (laughs) You had no idea. Yeah, Yeah. it's 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 completely fine. (laughs) Yeah, no, but that's awesome though, dude. I I love. I mean, that's I I think that's another that's another thing I've been talking about a lot recently is like finding these other hobbies and these other you Mm -hmm. know side hustles and stuff that have nothing to do with. Sure. The, the main thing that you do and like yeah which i think really enriches your life you know it's fun too and it actually works uh really well with with touring like because yeah. i'll bring my little suitcase price sheets that's how i got this store in dallas wow is if we're on the road we're typically as you know you know you're hitting you're hitting bigger cities and whatnot yeah so and that's the one thing that strangely music and pets have in common you yeah. know they're yeah. like the things that even when times are hard, when people are down down in the dumps, like the music industry, I don't like people still want music. People still want music, and people yeah. still want pets. Arguably, yeah. maybe even more. Yeah, they want to like feel good. And, and liquor. And that's liquor, a, that's, right? a, that's <laughs> the other business that like never doesn't matter what the economy is right. doing. Liquor business is always that should be the third thing I should do. Like drummer, <laughs> pet, uh, dog chew, whiskey maker, salesman, and some kind of a some mm. kind of hooch. Oh yeah, some <laughs> kind of nice hooch. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go to these cities, bring my little price sheets and roll in. Like if we have a day off in Dallas, yeah. I'll find all the pet stores in the area and you know, instead of spending the day like out spending money, which is easy to do. In yeah. Chicago you have uh, nothing yeah. to do. <clears throat> For ten hours it's easy to spend money or be bored and mm-hmm. all your gear is packed away in a trailer. I'm not gonna pull out my <laughs> trumps and practice, practice or anything. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'll go out and like hand out price sheets and meet all these these uh pet store owners and like stuff boutique and pets are like small like yeah. like yeah that's awesome dude yeah pay places that people spend like too much money on their, on pets. their pets yeah but it's fine it works for me well and yeah. when it's at, like when it's i mean there's a lot of costs that go into getting them the antlers so it's not like it's mm-hmm. not you know it's the, so that the, I, I assume there's a good premium on paying for that yeah and that's the kind of people that are willing to pay a little bit more for something that's u.s yeah uh like a product of u.s mm-hmm. it's natural it's a little bit more expensive but it's probably gonna last longer because it's like a dense piece i was of gonna like say that probably calcified. takes a minute to chew through too it depends yeah they're like different densities and stuff but for the most yeah. part if you get the right one you know then mm-hmm. it could last you a few weeks a few months for some people i've had some people tell me docs have for a few months which is almost rupert, like if rupert got one he would definitely take forever with it he he, t- he he likes bones but he just he's just very gentle and delicate and yeah. kind of just carves away at them over time also i'll bring him like a softy yeah. Times. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Um, yeah. He seems like a gentle, gentle. He's a guy. very, ge- he's a gentleman. He's he doubles as a foot warmer too. I like he likes yep. sitting right on the feet. He does. He likes to he be does. right near you, <laughs> right close by. What about scary movies? Is it too scary? <clears throat> I like scary movies, but my wife hates them. Mm. So I can only watch scary movies by myself, which yeah. is awesome. It makes them a little more, even more scary. Even more scary. You're just but, alone with your thoughts. Yeah. I've, yeah, <laughs> just not a great place. <laughs> to the be. worst place on earth. <laughs> uh, with your terrible, terrible thoughts. Uh, <laughs> oh, when I've got, I've got a, a kid. He's you know coming up on four, so yeah, that's another thing. Like it's not really. It's kind of 
doesn't happen. Yeah, he's not watching anymore. scary movies yeah. yet either. The closest thing I watched to scary, which is, wasn't even scary, it was disturbing, was uh, Joker. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch it. I haven't watched mm-hmm. it yet. I, I'm not sure if I'm going to. Yeah, I went all it in, seems, though. It just seems too... I, I don't have enough time to watch anything that's not, like, either, like, like really funny, like, letting me just, la- like, laugh, or a documentary where I'm learning something. Yeah. Where I feel good about that. Or, like, just or help, something to help me relax or something like that. I, I, like, any, like, scary stuff. And, like, I just can't do it. I'm like, dude, I don't have... I don't need, I don't need something depressing or sad. Yeah, I don't know. I can't do it, man. I haven't watched a scary movie in a while, but... Where I left off with scary movies is most of them weren't that scary. They were just kind of gross. Yeah, you know, just yeah. kind of gory. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. But they weren't like the kind of like like thriller kind of like um, uh, like Silence of the Lambs kind of thing yeah. where it's creepy. Where creepy. it's mostly just just creepy. It's like whoa. I get. Whoa, I I'm not like. I feel like with scary movies of any type, I'm not scared at all during the movie anymore. Uh-huh. Like, but it's after the movie that I start thinking about. What mm. possibilities could like whatever was happening like I mean, what, that 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 movie like Last House on the Left or whatever, or like where that house like house in the middle on, of that, that house in the middle of nowhere where those people just showed up and like and they they tortured this like little like couple that was there and at uh, the very end there when the girl was asking like why did they do that and they were just like because you were home that was like that was their whole thing was that they were just and yeah. that for, so I didn't care about the movie the mm. whole time I maybe did a couple of jump scares or whatever, but that was like after the fact that I was like. That's why they did. They're just home, and like I'm home. Like that's why. <laughs> like that's why <laughs> I'm home. I don't even need a reason. <laughs> yeah, it's just that creeps me out. I don't that like that. Yeah, that's not. That's, that's not like you said before. I don't. It's like uh, you don't get. I guess the the thrill of it for most people, it's like a roller coaster thrill. You know, yeah. even though you know you're not gonna die, you kind of feel like you are for a minute, but you're strapped into this thing. Yeah. Even though it's like launching you through through the air, you know, seventy five feet up. Speaking of movies, but, what's the sexiest movie you ever saw? The sexiest movie. Be um, honest. Shit, you know what? This is this is just the first thing that came to my mind. Okay. But I think Fight Club's pretty sexy. Ooh. I think a lot of guys think that. They okay. just don't admit it. Oh know? no, it's sexy. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's one of those things because everyone's just like, geez. It's cool. It's cool. So cool. It's like cool, sexy. Yeah. You know, Brad Pitt's obviously I like that that's the first thought you had. Yeah, because I don't I don't really I don't think I don't I don't want to watch sexy movies. <laughs> That's fun to say. I don't watch sexy I, movies. I've never said that. I'm 35 years old. I've never That's said that. That's the poll quote from this whole David Aguilar. Yeah. I don't watch sexy yeah. movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, man. Be a short podcast. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I don't watch sexy movies. Mm-hmm. If you could be a hero from legend, so that could be a book, movie, comics. Anything. Oh, Which man. hero would you be? Doesn't have to be a superhero. Could be, you know, could be. So biblical, is Legend different than like, like DC? I, 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 just, I, I it could nothing. be any. It could be anything. I know nothing. It could be about biblical. It could be you know a political person that you really look up to. Any 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 hero from mm-hmm. you know from our past or from it could be comics. Could be comic books. Could be superheroes. So I could do. Any, I could say I have no wrong anything. answers here. No, it could be anybody that you wish that you could be that hero. Uh, I just want to be. I just want to be able to be invisible when I want. Ooh, the like, Invisible Man. The yeah, Invisible Man. That's my answer. That's such yeah. a. When we were thinking about when yeah. we were talking about scary movies earlier, I was thinking about Hollow Man, because that movie was like notoriously not good or scary. But I got very scared after it, but just thinking about the fact that what there was, year was a, that? a Hollow Man, Kevin Bacon. Uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand. Yeah. 
two, like, maybe? Like late like 90s, maybe? Maybe late 90s. I think, yeah, it was either, either late 90s or early 2000s, for sure. Because, I mean, I was, mm. I was young. I, mm-hmm. I was, like, in, but I was in, I was, I think I rented it myself. I feel it, like I rented it, but yeah, can't remember. So, I, I, I would assume I was, like, in middle school or early high school. Wow. So. Yeah, that was, shit, I haven't seen that in ages. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that. Hollow Man. That was but good. I, that's what, I remember watching that and just yeah. feeling like, this is kind of stupid. The whole thing was kind of stupid, but then after that, walking around in my house and be like, really freaked out that because because uh, you're just like just imagining somebody. Sure, because that wasn't like a scary movie. It was just kind of it was like just very dramatic, right? Well, like, oh, it got scary. I mean, cause there, like there's like a rape scene in it. There's like a, oh, all these murders. Yeah, yeah he gets kind of cre- he gets, he freaks out with the power. He starts freaking out. He like feels someone because he's like a really good guy. You yeah. Know? And then he just starts, yeah. The, he, it's like his across the street neighbor. He sees her like undressing, yeah. so he like breaks into her house and. It's just, it gets creepy. Like he, he, he just freaks out with the power, you know, like, yeah. cause he was like a good guy at the beginning and then he just goes. So I guess where that's where the superhero thing comes in because if just regular me becomes in, like has the power of invisibility, mm-hmm. then I might just get real dark like Kevin Bacon. But yeah. I guess as long as we put the superhero thing in front of it, you have imp- to use it for good. Yeah. That implies that like, that I've, all the darkness is in the past and now i'm using it all for good what if you had to choose one bad way to use it how would you do what would you do uh i would probably use it for for like petty things mm-hmm. for like um if i'm on an airline and i, I want another whiskey Ooh, and the person's not coming i would just yeah. use the invisibility i'd go load up my pockets come back to my seat you ask are for talking a, my language ask for a ginger ale <laughs> <laughs> but see that but don't they see the whiskey in the pockets at least I don't know. Um, I, I never know how that stuff works. Like, if you're invisible, oh, so your clothes sure. go invisible too. I mean, I'm sure there's a way to like keep it down low, especially if you at do very it. least you could just take your like you could just take your arm out of your sleeve, you know, and just mm-hmm. leave your sleeve down, but then your arm's invisible, and you just go like whiskey, take the whiskey out of the thing, uh, kinda, a couple extra bottles. But you know what else would be awesome is that just do it. Like I don't care. Like put them on top of your head. Yeah. And just let people see. You so know, who's like, yeah. imagine you're let them explain it. Yeah. Ryan, you're on, you're on a red eye to Seattle. Yep. And you just saw two little mini bottles of whiskey floating down the aisle. Yeah. Who are you going to tell that to? Your I'd neighbor? Be like, I'd be like, how much have I had? <laughs> how much, how many drinks have yeah. I had right now? <laughs> yeah, man. They're going to, if you keep that up, they're going to land the plane. Yeah. Arrest you. Yeah. Drop you off in Sacramento. Yeah. Beat you mm-hmm. up. Just beat you down. So that would probably probably be the worst of it, and I'd probably I'd probably steal some money. That's what I'm saying. Honest. I think I'd probably steal some money. It'd be too. I mean, and maybe I'd try and find like bad people to steal. If I could steal money that easily, I think it would be just as easy to find. You know, I would, like I wouldn't do it from like charities and right and churches and stuff. You know? Yeah, not I'd, totally, but I mean, like, I'd be like McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> It'd be like, it'd be like, uh, no, but um, th- that's Robin the difficult Hood. part too is that you'd feel bad. Like, uh, like I couldn't steal from like, like it, that's, the, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is just like dip over a cash register when it's open or something. Mm-hmm. But then you, in your mind, you know that like when that person's till comes up short, they're gonna like lose exactly. their job or that's something like thing. that. So you had to be really careful. You're really not messing with the you CEO had to sneak into like a murdery man's house and take his money, but, his riches. No, and here's the thing like, you're talking about some pet, you're forgetting the, the power of invisibility, yeah. I'm talking about finding out where the CEO lives, right. using your invisibility to get in there. Of, you do a little bit of uh, a little bit of research. Recom. You figure it out, and you take a arbitrary amount he wouldn't even know about. Exactly, you know, yeah. take out a quarter million, and uh, and move on to the CEO of I don't know, Chick Fil A. 
Ooh, good yeah. one. Get him. Oh, that is a good one because they're like in trouble right now. Uh huh. Right? Or what his name is Kathy something Kathy. Yeah, I don't know. I get all of my news from podcasts, so I like that. It's uh, I get quite a lot mm-hmm. of news from podcasts as well. I mean, <clears throat> I don't have time to click every little Apple read news every things. single link every day. Yeah, and I don't really think I want to. No, you don't want to. <laughs> it's, bad, it's bad these days. <laughs> I just listen to Ryan is super strong yeah, podcast. That's, that's where right. I get all my information. That's where you should get your information too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've had like wrong facts all day so far. <laughs> all day. Like, okay. The album release. Is we all like wrong. we're animal lovers. We you're in an animal business. We do all this different stuff. If you had, if you had to, to live, you had to, to live, what animal would you French kiss for 20 minutes a day? You, you are required to, you're uh, not going to live if you don't, and uh, you have to live for your children. A goat. A goat. Yeah. A baby goat. Can it be a baby goat? Ooh, a baby goat. <laughs> Cradle robber. Yeah. I just realized baby goats are called kids. Ooh. Not, maybe we should change that. You but goats are so cute. Goats are cute. I think people forget how, well, don't forget, sorry. I mean, people just don't know how cute goats are. I, right. I grew up on a dairy farm up Well, the there. goat yoga would, would, would argue that oh, they yeah. do and understand how cute yeah, they are. Yeah, I guess they, I guess some people know what's up yeah. with goats. They can be aggressive, though. They can butt you in the butt with their heads. Yeah, man. Yeah, I grew up on a farm up in Central California, and we yeah. would have raised goats as, like, pets, you know. And they'd follow you around like dogs. Oh, I like that you said Central California. You don't hear that much. You either hear Bay yeah. Area or you hear Southern California. Mm-hmm. Some people say South Bay, which I, I don't, I'm not Bay. a big fan of that. Yeah, I went to school in San Jose, so okay. that was South Bay. Like, See, that, that's what I'm, but that, I, I still think that counts. But like people say South Bay for like mm-hmm. Redondo and like Long Beach and stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's not. That's confusing. Right? Well, even if I say Valley, if uh-huh. I don't say Central Valley, if I just say Valley down here, people think I'm talking about San Fernando. Okay, gotcha. And then you yeah. need to remind them about the mystical vast expanse of land of real north, valleys north of bakersfield south of sacramento that yeah. like 80 percent of our produce comes from in this country yeah you know? it's weird it's a weird thing traveling being from a place like central california because everyone thinks that you're like right out of a beach boys music video or right. something you know uh-huh. like you're and you're like you're living no, this farm like, country yeah, yeah man like way yeah way out in the- people really don't understand that about california but california it's so big i mean they're just there's so much agricultural uh, ag- agriculture yeah here. yeah it's wild i mean and that's even just there even from like i was saying before driving from orange county to la like i gotta set aside two hours to get here you yeah. know obviously traffic is a thing but i was thinking about it on the drive up here relatively where i grew up in the valley that's the same amount of time it would take me to drive um, like to Yosemite, to like right. the foothills of the Sierra Nevadas. Yeah, exactly. Is how long yeah. it takes me to get from Orange County, <laughs> L.A. Exactly. So it yeah. goes both ways. Like my family, they still think. And on know, that drive, you get to see the beautiful, some of you know the most wonderful, beautiful creation. And here, you get to be on a goofy little <clears> podcast. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> if it's springtime, it's kind of nice. But otherwise, it's here you ugly. get to hang out with me in my apartment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same payoff, in my opinion. Make a bunch of friends out on the freeway. <laughs> it's, it's no, a, that's awesome. And it goes both ways. Like my parents, the holidays, family. If well, I'm home, they all just think I live in L.A. You know, right, and right, I don't yeah. even try anymore. It's, it's like, yeah, L.A. How's LA. L.A.? How's music in L.A.? It's it's good. Good, it's good, good. pops. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, it's just a big, big ass state. Yeah, you know, a lot of really different, a lot of different things going on. Like people just know San Diego, San Francisco, Los Angeles. Yeah, and as they should. You know, they know Yosemite, pretty out there. Some people, you know, go go 
climb Half Dome. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, or whatever. You know, it's and, so pretty up there, man. And you know, Nor Nor NorCal's got its own thing going on yeah. too, especially All with those the farms, the legal marijuana thing. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were even before it was legal. The whole humble. Exa- oh, way been, before yeah, it was yeah, legal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like two thousand. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. I, I I've told this story before. I think, but I kind of I I did this Afro Cuban camp and at, at in Arcata at Humboldt mm-hmm. State. And back in like 2010, I think, and uh, I remember I was I was cracking up laughing because like on campus, there were these signs that said, "Please try not to smoke weed on campus." Please try. Not. <laughs> that's that's amazing, dude. <laughs> and I just thought that was like the funniest thing for like an accredited school, oh, like yeah. when you're walking around, like. <laughs> Uh, like you to get see, your yeah. degrees there and then it's just like please try not to smoke but it's like if you do we get it you're, you know right we get it if you're if you are but just try a good approach like please kill, try not kill him with kindness <laughs> exactly <laughs> well he, i mean yeah mm. exactly but the whole town smells but it's, it's an insane town but. oh yeah it's beautiful up there too that's it again it's like a whole nother it's just oh, the edge of the redwoods it's like, it's like mm. yeah like there's some huge trees and stuff it's really cool yeah i think it's the only place mystical that uh redwoods can physically can actually grow up there because some something about the uh air quality like the the fertile. mist you know that comes in from the from the bay something mm. about it i'm butchering this it's a magical my wife's listening i'm sorry my wife's a horticulture horticulture so she yeah. told me this and um, she knows what's going on and now she's like dude yeah. i obviously absorbed all of it yeah she's like why have you not, we talk about this every night before we go to bed <laughs> i just know why they're real big <laughs> And you can drive a car through one. Red of them. ones is a big one. <laughs> you can make a make a driveway inside of one. Yeah, you can put a car in there. Yeah, some assholes did that like a hundred years ago and took a bunch of pictures. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That stuff is nuts. I mean, I get it. I kind of get it why they would do oh, that. You know, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's something I feel like we would have done had we been those guys back then. You know what I mean? Most definitely. I mean, I'd probably still do it now. Make some know. hooch. Yeah. <laughs> bring some of our homemade hooch like i want to say i wouldn't but if we we're up there for a few months like just, we're just bored, bored you know we got yeah. a bunch of axes so yeah. much of the of the world's like you know wonderful thing like the things that you can look at that man has created are just are only right. here on earth because netflix wasn't around yet you know right and a lot of them we're looking at them we're looking at them through like a, a pretty like a strange lens like a lot of it is contextual too like totally like growing up on farms or whatever and then yeah. coming down here and hearing what people think about farms it's just like an interesting totally there's a lot there's like a lot of nuance there that oh to- yeah really oh, people yeah, don't understand it, yeah. you know it's like the appropriation thing it's easy just to stick this one thing into one box and call it one thing forever and ever and ever you and know? people get really impassioned about things they don't actually have any experience with or any desire to actually research or go experience right. or go be a part of yeah you watch a documentary and all of a sudden all farms are bad or whatever yeah, all <clears> farms <throat> are bad all <clears throat> hunting is bad all you know right all these things are horrible and then all of a sudden you're making the people who are educated they're responsible they're good at what they do they're good at what they do and all of a sudden those that gets tossed out yeah. with the bathwater as well well it's one of those i mean hunters are the are the people that are are, are responsible for continuing mm. the protection of our country's sure. animals you Definitely. know Definitely. it's almost i would almost almost exclusively it's the hunters that protect our animals you know? sure. and it's yeah. it's counterintuitive to say that but at the same time it's like that's the people that you know live sustainable lives based on this they want to protect the the sure. beauty of our, of our world's natural resources yeah. but but then people get bent out of shape even though they have no some people abuse it, it i've heard um have you ever heard of joe saladin he's no. like a 
he's a, I saw him on one of Salad M. Salatin, I think, with a oh, T. Salatin. Salatin. Joe Salatin. He's a farmer out, out in um, uh, maybe Kentucky. I might be wrong about that. He's out Midwest somewhere. I think I'll, before the show starts in the intro, I'll just mention that we're going to say facts a lot roughly of, every a lot two, three minutes. Yeah. And I would say 90% are probably incorrect in yeah. some way. <laughs> that's, that's perfect, actually. <laughs> I'll just start that off. At this, yeah, because yeah. at this point, I you know, everyone's going to fact check this stuff. It's just stop. So. Go, yeah, I'll just tell them right from the beginning. Get, you know, Do not get right. your Googling fingers ready or they'll be worn out. And again. I should have just, you know, there are ways around. I could have just said that Joe Saladin is a farmer. Yeah, practices super sustainable farming where everything is rotational grazing. Yeah, you know, there's the cows go in one plot of land first. When they get moved, the chickens come afterwards. They dig through the through like the cow pies and get all the grubs and stuff, and then yeah. they they poop on the grass. So that fertilizes the grass, and they move on. By the time the cows go all the way around, that pasture is all strong and ready again. Yeah, you know, yeah, totally. Uh, like, well, that's how farming used to be done all the time. That was the, sure. that was the way to do it. That was best practices. Sure. And that guy, uh, that guy, he mentions the forestry thing is that going in and clearing out dead wood and forests is a good thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's a big reason why uh, it can lead to like a lot of fires and whatnot because you have a bunch of dead wood that's not getting cleared out and it's banned. You yeah. have to ban it because there's a bunch of shitheads that are going to come in and clear the whole thing if you don't. Yep. So you just have to create a hard line and say, no one can come in here. Yeah. So then no one's actually clearing it out and doing that due diligence, you know, like actually like being like stewards of the thing the way they should be. So then you have a massive fire in two years or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And it happens quick too. Right. It happens much quicker than people think. So it's like you're saying with the hunters, it's like it's at face value, it looks like they just want to kill things. But at the right. end of the day, like you, there's no life without death. You know? yeah, You're just yeah. going to let a bunch of wild hogs run rampant. And like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, take hogs is a great example. Dude. Yeah, dude. dude. Especially in areas where they're not native and stuff. It's like, it just, they yeah. just rip through shit. They make a lot of babies. Mm-hmm. You know, they make a ton of babies mm-hmm. and they're <sighs> delicious. So that to me sounds And you like... didn't pick pigs when you said, which one you French for 20 minutes a day. No, pigs are scary. Yeah. No, see, but goats are friendly. I was gonna say either they um, eat mostly. Well, they eat all kinds of stuff. I was, I was gonna say either cows or 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 goats. I probably should have said reindeer would have been a good. Plug, I'd be afraid you know? of cows just from a slaughtery standpoint. Like such a much yeah. bigger mouth than yours. You know. Yeah, they got big rough tongues too. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, and the, so that tongue you're Frenching it, so it would fill up your whole mouth. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, you, you have to like open the mouth and stuff. Oh, you're Frenching yeah. it. It's a French kiss. The, the yeah. you know the way the French people kiss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think with that, I think we should show our next tune. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good. I idea. think that's a good way to represent the brevet. <laughs> the band's gonna be so stoked to hear this. Like I talk yeah. exclusively about the band, and then they have to listen to all this bullshit, right? Oh man! <laughs> but okay, well, you said you did say you wanted to sh- the next tune you wanted to share it was called "All You Need to Know." Yes, which I think we've covered everything you need to know about David Aguiar so far. Yeah, we're we're off to a pretty good start. He's a goat man. He doesn't watch sexy movies. <laughs> doesn't watch sexy movies. That's right. <laughs> Except for goat movies. I was just, just keeping that inside. <laughs> like anything with goats are pretty sexy to me. Yeah, I get that. Um, uh, all you need to know by the brother. Yeah. Anything this, about that? This is uh there's a cool video of this. We had um Sarah Thacker is uh this gal. Okay. 
who does has done a ton of directing for us for a cool. bunch of different music videos. And she was out in the UK. Um, she was out working in the movie or something, and she made this music video kind of short film with with uh, using using this song. All you need to know. So it's um. So if you guys dig the song, you probably dig the video. It's actually pretty spooky too. It's kind of a dark, dark video. So, cool. so uh, yeah, full circle. This is uh, we've got a nice scary, scary video to this song Ooh, out on the web somewhere. And you sexy. can fact check fact. <laughs> you can fact check me with that. <laughs> said fact check wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oops. Uh, and it'll come up. Hell yeah! Well then, here we go. Here is. All you need to know.
Virginia. <laughs> Saladin is from Virginia. Yeah, definitely edit that. And that's yeah. all you need to know. And it's Joe. <laughs> See how I tied that together now? It's all good. Dude. You have to hack this podcast down to like 15 minutes. Oh, of, we're not doing like, anything. This is the, this is all representative of who we are. You know, who you are as a man. No one know, wants to no one. All that type of stuff. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> all right, well, so are you ready bad. for some games and segments and all that? Yeah, let's play some games, man. All right, man. This first game that we're going to play is a little something called The Compliment Corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called... The Compliment Corner. Hi there, David. Welcome to the Compliment Corner. Hi, Ryan. Nice to be here. We've now transitioned to a completely new area. It's a woodland area. You know, many woodland creatures running amongst our feet. What happens in the compliment corner is it gives me and my guests an opportunity to forget how dark and gloomy the world can get. And we'll, we'll, what we'll do is uh, I'll look you in the eye, give you a compliment that I mean. You'll look me in the eye, give me a compliment that you mean. And then we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. How's that sound? It sounds very nice. <laughs> Good. That's brilliant. I love Thank it. You. Oh, it's all, already complimentary. Yeah. Right I mean... I feel good about Does that. Does this need to be in a corner? <laughs> I think I think we should just make this the whole... This the, whole the whole thing. Podcast. The whole yeah. podcast. Yeah, I agree. Many people think that, and I'm mm-hmm. just th- thinking about a spinoff. Right. To, you know, a spinoff uh, podcast show. It'd be wildly popular, just too. Just an hour. People complimenting each other. Yeah. You have. <laughs> With the same host every time, so they just get tons yeah. of comments. <laughs> you have great hair. <laughs> <laughs> Real quiet NPR style like yeah. that. <laughs> I am here I love with it. Ryan Knudsen. <laughs> All right, but so here's my comment for you. Mm. Um, I was I've been thinking about this because I have many things I could talk about. I mean, I've seen you drum. I've you know you're a handsome man. All these different things that are easy to compliment you about. Thank but you. something that I've come to admire you about, um, in getting to know you better, and especially just even today, uh, hearing about this other business that you have, or your you know like your, your idea. Like I love when people find ways to entertain themselves on tour. <laughs> like mm. that's very interesting to me because it, people don't. Everyone likes to think they want to be a touring musician until you're doing it and it sucks. Sure, yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. not that fun. <laughs> and so you have to find like creative ways to enjoy your time, but you're also hustling. You're a father. There's all this stuff going on. And I, what I think I want to comment about you is that you are you are a very multi-dimensional person, which is very very cool to me. Uh, I think um, a lot of people are guilty of just being like. I am this, like I am a drummer or something, or like I am a, you know, actor or something. Mm. And they just only put off that one thing to you. Uh, but it's v- in very short order talking to you. You have so many interests and skills. And like we were talking about you know, like getting your, your son into preschool and stuff. And it's like you are volunteering time making, you know, like make, helping garden stuff and making benches and like, do, you know, mm. and just, and you have like respect for all these different schools of thought. And so I just think you're a very cool multi-dimensional person, which is, you know, and and not only, you know, do you like, like know about a lot of things, but like you really have, like you're very thoughtful and you have, uh, you've soaked up a lot of knowledge in a lot of different areas. Which mm. I, and it seems like you're a handyman, you know, you're a great drummer. You have all these cool things and skills. So it's just cool, man. Just, I really like that. About right you. On, man. Thank you. Yeah. Even the way you talked about, like when we were talking about contracts <laughs> and like talking about those type of conversations before we started mm-hmm. or like pledge talking about that and how that, like you guys just decided to take the high road and kind sure. of move on rather than like make that thing be a part of your life forever you know right yeah. it's just i, I just think that's all 
very like you know evident of like some real thoughtfulness and some real you know dimensional you know thickness yeah. and fortitude in your character which i think is cool right on man thank you yeah man that's my comment for you my friend very nice i appreciate that man yeah i mean um my compliment for you and i was thinking about this too because i heard uh i was actually on the road i was coming back i think from florida or something yeah. uh, like new year's eve and we had talked i knew i was going to do this i was trying to feel out what's going on yeah and yeah. then so that's the first time i got to like check out the compliment corner oh, like, yeah. oh man and it got me thinking my first uh my first uh, reaction my first thought that comes to my head even though i haven't seen you in like you said a few years yeah yeah and and today just reinforces all of it is for someone as skilled as you are for like i've seen you play the drums all the brazilian stuff and it's just effortless there's a wealth of knowledge i've seen you play all different types of styles and every time i hang with you uh i feel like you've got all the ammunition to like you're a badass (laughs) you're a badass but you're a sweetheart (laughs) And those two things are uh, are kind of hard to come by, you know. Like, Thanks, man. You got all this ammunition, like you're an incredible musician, but you're still incredibly humble, right? And you're still like all the love from day one. The first time I met you in our buddy Kyle's garage playing yeah, drums, man. Kyle Traska. You were teaching me all this stuff, and there wasn't an ounce of condescending anything. It was all love. It's. Uh, you you are a testament to that thing we talked about earlier. Oh, the, thank you, man. The communal thing where I've come to see that some people see the music thing as a race, yeah. and some people see it as a community. Yeah, yeah. And you totally, are like man. right at the tip top of the 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 ladder, you Dude, know, thank ca- you category. So, much, man. so I appreciate the hell out of that thanks man that means a lot to me dude i really appreciate that Mm because that is like i said being like trying to be more multidimensional and not it's it's like i just i really firmly believe that like if they're you know if if, if you're getting some kind of judgment at the end of your life Mm -hmm. on earth and you go up to the pearly gates like and they ask you about your life it's not that impressive to be like i can really shred on drums (laughs) (laughs) right yeah yeah at the end of the day, it's just not that like important, you know. Right. And and, and it's like the thing that I'm most passionate about <laughs> to, right. at the same time. So it's this weird equilibrium, I think, that I try to try to find. Where it's just like yeah. I love this so much, but at the end of the day, it's just, I'd rather, you know, mm-hmm. talk about uh, you know what a, you know kind of antler business you got going. Right. On, how that's well, affecting your life sure. in a positive way. Well, it's kind of like, like be friends, you know. Like view it as like a means to an end. Totally, man. Right. It's oh. like. It's really nice to be in that place where, like, as far as facility, you know, like, I yeah. can shred. But to know you can shred. And that seems like some of, like, my favorite musicians, too. Totally. Like, the, the people that I watch and listen to that inspire me are people you know mm-hmm. that they're killers. Right, yeah. But it just, you can tell that they're... And I, oh, I think, cool. and you only need to have a com- like a conversation with a couple of those guys. That that's mm-hmm. all they talk about too, mm. or like they talk about how good they are at that, or their, or mm-hmm. their skill, level, or you know. And then it's just you, like it, the the more I had experiences like that, mm-hmm. it compl- it changed it. You know, it tempered my personality too. Sure, because just like I, I would feel like they like you know I just get this real like kind of uh, zero sum feeling after a conversation like that. Right, <laughs> you know, exhausting. where you're just like you're yeah. just like kind of. <laughs> sakes like you know like you know it's not i don't feel better about them or me or anybody <laughs> like it just feels crappy and yeah. so i know i just don't want to deliver that 
I don't want to deliver those goods to anybody in my zone either. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that's cool, man. I appreciate yeah. it, bro. Oh, of course. It's so. all, I'm so glad we had a chance to hang out and like catch up and stuff too. I'm glad we had to hang before we started too. Mm-hmm. It's good. You yeah, know? definitely. I was actually worried. Good, bro, we, were, man. we were walking and hanging. I was almost worried. We were like, we were just going to talk about everything. Wasting would, all of our there, podcast there'd talk. Be nothing, there would be nothing left for podcasts. People but, often think that, but. But I've got like another 12, I mean, we wasted all hours of our, in me, man. If people had listened to that, <laughs> that was all true facts the whole time. Like we were being actually very factual. Yeah. But that we did. So true. we did waste our ability to be right about stuff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we tried our best. <laughs> did you see this like the pop ups on my on my computer? Yeah, I see that. Up? I tried to. I So I used a YouTube converter the other day where uh-huh. i tried to convert a youtube video onto to mp3 uh-huh. which i used to do so you didn't all want to buy the songs that i told you about you yeah i just get it that off of YouTube. <laughs> no who was that for <laughs> oh it's for my buddy eddie haddad uh-huh. who um he wanted to share a like a guitar promo thing that he just so sent me a youtube link and he's uh-huh. like can you grab that and so i did so i looked i did like google i googled convert youtube to mp3 which i do every time i've ever done that but for but it, there was an update that was like we've recently taken off a few like old results that used to pop up because of you know they were in legal problems or something like that and i was yeah, like oh yeah. crap so that should have been my first clue probably <laughs> but so i clicked a link and i tried to use oh. it and then all of a sudden i'm getting all these pop-ups oh no it was like two days ago and so i'm like oh crap yeah but they're yeah. not they're not pop-ups like ads they're just like, they're like these little like uh, notifications yeah. push but, yeah push There's notifications yeah. about like stuff that's all on that website so uh, i need to go through and be like how do i get that shit to stop yeah because it's very annoying but that's that was just wanted to explain to you. It's not a. I'm not watching sexy movies. Oh, I was definitely judging you. <laughs> <laughs> I get those like. Once I don't a use week. my office computer for sexy movies. Put it that no, way. You know what I'm saying. Use your, your phone office. like everyone else. <laughs> Everybody phone on the toilet. <laughs> Talking about things to do on the road. <laughs> exactly. What I'm saying. It's like we stop at a truck stop. I take my laptop into the bathroom. And everyone's wondering why. Yeah, you're like, like practicing. I don't, I don't need that kind of judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working out the tracks. Oh I'm working out the set list for uh, for Kansas City. Why'd you take a little goat in there? <laughs> One day I'll be able to travel with my We're own just goat. Just French <laughs> Exactly. Uh, That'd be a good thing. Oh, this got weird at the end of it. But hey, oh, that's man. been the compliment corner. <laughs> nice. Oh, is this still compliment corner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Oh, man. All right. So the next game we're going to play is a little something called From Little Baby to Full Grown Man. Hey, thanks, thing. From little baby to full-grown man Or a lady You hated a thing, now you love that thing Now you're grown up and you wanna say Thanks to that thing for being a thing What's that? Is that uh, <laughs> Welcome to this game I'm so glad I'm not familiar with this segment I'm so excited <laughs> So in this game what we do is we talk about something that mm-hmm. from our childhood. When you don't have to be a little baby, it could be a little boy, whatever. You know, just mm-hmm. as a child, something that you did or had to do, your parents made you do that you hated. But now, oh. as an adult, you love it. Oh, nice! You love it like crazy. I already know. I already know what I'm doing. Okay, you want to go first? No, why don't you go first? Okay, I'll go first. So, uh, yeah. so we'll, what we'll do is we'll talk about the thing, uh-huh. and then it gives you an opportunity to say, "Hey, thing, thank you, thing, oh, for nice. being in your life." You know? Yeah, I like so, this. Good. Um, so that's what happens. Uh, okay, so mine, mine. I think I might have, in mon- like months ago, maybe have have talked about this before. But I told you when you got here, like I had a I had a really bad bout of insomnia last night. Where I just could not freaking mm-hmm. sleep. And as I've gotten older, especially, I mean, in twenty twenty specifically, like sleep has become like 
a cherished commodity mm-hmm. in our in our house like Lori and i've just been swamped yeah. busy like crazy and we're both having less sleep than ever so for a night mm-hmm. when I, i'm tired like i want to go to sleep and i cannot sleep my mind's going like a million miles an hour and i, I tried <clears throat> every trick i know in the book to like to try to stop it um except except for like taking a shot or doing an edible or something like that. i thought about right. doing that but i was like but i had to wake up early and i didn't want to have like any kind of weird morning sure. you know so i was yeah, like i oh, know yeah. i want to i want a sober sleep i don't want to take a medication so right. i was doing like body scans i'm doing all this stuff and it just made me remember you know when thinking about doing this game how i used to hate not like bedtime or sleep i didn't want to sleep i didn't mm-hmm. really like sleeping until the morning when i had to get up then i wanted to sleep but like right. i hated sleep i hated nighttime I don't like dark didn't like it, you know yeah and it's like now i want the whole i want darkness and the whole all the trimmings of going to sleep mm-hmm. and comfort and uh, very specific and i want as much of it as i can but it's very hard to get so um, and now i'm so appreciative of it you know? right and i love what it does for you so as, a, as a human so for me this week i have to say hey sleep thank you thing dude that's a great answer <laughs> that's why I'm, the, and i'm sure you can really you got you're a baby daddy you know? right that's a great answer because that's what i was going to say isn't well, that I, term baby daddy funny though because it doesn't it kind of make you think like like boss baby kind of like, it's like a daddy. baby who's already a daddy Oh, I hadn't thought about it that way before, but from here on out. <laughs> like a little baby that's just already like baby banging. Yeah, going off to work. <laughs> like doing coke. Yeah, just like a hardcore baby. He's got like several kids already. He's like, yeah, I haven't been able to sleep sober in years. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> warm, warm me up some formula, please. Uh, Can you dude. mash up them yams before I got to go <laughs> take oh, care yeah, of this dude. baby? I have. A little dash of baby uh, daddy. A little dash of vodka in there. Yams, oh yeah, yams and vodka. Already, already smoking a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so that's mine. Sleep is gonna be mm-hmm. mine this week. That's good. Yeah, I remember my my mom. Every I would come home from school and I would have to nap. Uh, like so, my dad. Ooh, yeah, yeah. My dad would always. Uh, he would. My dad grew up like when I grew up. He was working like ten hour days, so he would work in the morning, come home for lunch and a nap, and then he'd go back out to work. So nap time is around the same time I got home from school. So I'd gotcha. have to go nap while he napped, you know? Cool, cool. But anyways, that's yours. I don't want to take yours. Close second for me, definitely for sure, is uh, um, there's this soup called sopa de couve in Portuguese. Ooh. It's kale soup. Okay. It's like collard greens. It's not yeah, yeah, kale yeah. like the kinds right, right, you, know, right. you get like. I think a, I know the salad. soup. I, d- I, don't, I would have never known the name of it, but I think nice. I've had the soup. I think before. in Boston, there's like a lot of Portuguese folks out there. They call it caldo verde, okay. which means yeah. like green uh, broth. Because okay. I think they like grind up the, the collard greens and Ooh. it just kind of turns into more Big, of like, like a herby soup. Like a carrot a... soupy kind of thing. But sopa de couve, the way I grew up having it, was more like it's like uh, a regular you know meat broth. Gotcha. Um, you know, soup bones, all that. Collard greens, linguisa, which oh, a lot yeah. of people know Sausage, about linguisa. Yeah. Like, and this is stuff we grew up like we'd raise our own pigs every year, oh, and wow. we'd have a matanza, as a thing in, in uh, Portuguese culture, where you all, the whole family, extended family, friends come over, butcher a pig, <clears throat> and everyone uses the whole part of the pig, and yeah, you know, and there's this whole. It's probably kind of weird out of context, but it's a whole cultural thing where people will actually dress up the pig afterwards, and they'll. They'll put like uh, hortensias, like flowers, um, uh-huh. um, all over the pig and like different islands because my family's from the Azores. Okay. Uh, there's a group of islands off the coast of Portugal. Yeah. So different islands have different ways to decorate the pig and all this. And uh, this is a really long answer. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, this is great. Uh, so we would do this and we'd have our own linguisa smoked out in the backyard. 
so yeah. potatoes meat linguisa just super hearty awesome soup you know but it's green and leafy and as a kid of course like i want pizza like, you know, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. It sucks but it took maybe after six <laughs> months of leaving home you know i think i was 19 or 20 when i first moved out of the house yeah and, um it didn't take long to come home and like, what do you want? You know, home like soup of the ghoul. Yeah, like, yeah. Hook it up. Like now, now I eat that, eat that stuff up. Like, and even my boy do does you cook actually. It? No, I'm I'm a little intimidated to do it. You yeah, know, sure. like it's I've, one of those dishes where it's just like you need. I've asked my mom countless times how to do it, and she tells me. And that's the other thing. It's not like she has. I think she has a book, but like, I don't even think she uses measuring. Oh, I'm tool. sure like, not. Yeah, she all, just does it all by feel. She puts in some salt, maybe gives it a taste. Taste like, it. And then if too it's much, right, too little. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's one of those things where like, it's funny too. Like I just pulled out some soup bones from the freezer. Yeah. Because every time I go up north, I'll bring home meat, you know, because they still raise raise their own uh, cows and pigs. Mm-hmm. So every time I go visit hometown, I'll take a cooler with me. Yeah. Bring some back. That's and, awesome, um, yeah. And they'll always give me some soup bones to try and make soup. A year goes by, a year and change. <laughs> it's gross. I just pulled some out the other day to boil up and feed to my dogs. I was going to say, they turn into dog buns. <laughs> they just turn into, yeah, just, I just turn into a broth, peel the meat off, set it aside for the dogs. and Yep. No bones, because we have, we only use all natural antler chews. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. No bones. No bones about it. Ooh, that's so, a good name for the company. No <laughs> bones about it. it. No <laughs> bones about it. Or even I can keep Rerack. So the company's called Rerack. So I never actually plugged that. Oh yeah. Like well, we, that's not the plug segment of the show. So how, oh, how dare you? How dare you do that? But okay. Um, well, well, we're I'm editing already... this out. Oh, Everything shit. else is phased up. Well, then I'm just gonna just just not even hold <laughs> no, back. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rerack. No bones about it. That's oh, that's a, a really great slogan. Right? Yeah, that's that is. I awesome. guess the slogan is that we're yeah. yeah. So I can still keep Rerack as like the. Or log line, or the, what do they call that? The DBA. What's that? Yeah, re-rack. Log line? Yeah, like uh, uh, that's something like that. That's what they call like uh, advertising speak. Mm. Um, that'll be your log line or your, your, yeah, oh, or your slogan. Gotcha, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, before it was re-racks. Chew on this, bitch. <laughs> but <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, no bones about it. So that's very fran- family good. friendly. But so is bitch because a female dog. Female you know, dog, yeah. Chew on this, bitch. If there's any place to yeah. use that, I mean, but. So, um, hey, soup of the cove, thank you, thing. Did I say that right? <laughs> said it perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> well, hey, that's been that game, and I never repeat the name of that game because it's just too long of a name. But yeah, uh, but yeah. hey, that was good. Thanks, thanks, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I wish we did the compliment section after this section. Oh, I would yeah. just change my compliment to that game we just played. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful game. It's a nice reminiscing game. Uh, All right, Matt. Well, let's. Okay, we're we're gonna we're coming to the end of the show, but okay. before but before we start wrapping up, I'd love to share another tune. You I know? thought we were gonna do this all day. I would like to do it all day. That's okay. what she said. But uh, what? <laughs> no bones about it. Uh, Play him off, Johnny. <laughs> you said you wanted to share the tune "Silver and Gold." Silver and Gold. That old Christmas song. Uh, sure, you can play it at Christmas. <laughs> it pairs well. You know that it song? pairs well with Isn't eggnog and brandy. So- I, uh, I think it's silver bells. Is that what kept you up last night? I was singing Just that, that song. <laughs> <laughs> and then the saw guy comes in on a little bicycle. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, so okay, this is your guys' tune, silver and gold. Um, <clears throat> tell us about it. So, uh, Eric, our singer, has got a great story about about lyrically the story about writing it. Uh, but I don't want to, I don't want to steal his thunder. Okay, um, and I'm sure. <laughs> and actually, actually, this is good. Could you have him t- just send you a voice memo with the story, and we'll cut it in well, right I'll do, here. I'll do you one better. Uh, we just did a uh, a live session at Deering Banjos. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Down in oh. in uh, San Diego. Yeah. Or I think it's uh, technically I forget the name of the town, but it's outside of San. It's San Diego County, gotcha. but it's like south. Um, but anyways, if if you know Deering, you know that that's where they're at. You know, gotcha. so we went down there. John, our guitar, our guitar lead guitar player, um, and other things plays banjo as well, and he's a <clears throat> he's a, a Deering artist. And uh, we were down there, and we got a whole tour of the factory, and we got to play an acoustic uh, uh, like session in their wood room. So we actually do silver and gold. We dress it up a little bit differently. I'm playing the cajon. John's yeah. playing a banjo, obviously, gotcha. and Eric's playing guitar and you know lead lead uh vocals and on that session which will probably be out soon he he talks about the whole the story about writing it the whole process whoa did you hear that that was a dog right (laughs) (laughs) i had a big lacroix i was gonna blame dude i was gonna blame that on the dog i had your back i'm sorry that was my bad like rupert you animal okay start back from where you said (laughs) okay so we went down to deering banjos uh last week we did a tour of the factory and we got to do a live session in their wood room and we played silver and gold, dressed it up a little bit differently, did it as a trio, nice. banjo, guitar, cajon. And, um, and on that video, which will be out soon, I'm sure, <clears throat> Eric talks about the whole process. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. But so can uh, check, people can check that so out. People can check it out eventually. I mean, right now it's, we don't have any other content other than maybe a lyric video and obviously iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, Again, That's, this is not the plug section of the show. Right, so, right. So you're getting dangerously close to plugging really? lots of well, social media. I just noticed uh, <laughs> every time you you like you're asking if there's anything about the song, I just want to tell people just to go where I find it. Was that too pluggy? Yeah, you. D- how dare um, you? How dare you? Don't yeah. plug anything yet. Silver and Gold is a Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it. Here we go. It, Silver and Gold. <laughs>
Oh, love it, man. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing all this music. I hope oh, the Brevet, course, you know, enjoys this episode, although we don't talk very much about them. <laughs> we just yeah. talk about all kinds of it's ridiculous no shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we are coming to the end, like I said, before we played that song. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's one, there's a couple of final questions, basically. And, you know, the name of the show is Ryan is Super Strong, you know. Mm-hmm. And but the but you know everyone gets the same question and you know and keep in mind there are so many different types of strength whether it be physical mental emotional spiritual all these t- types of strength right mm-hmm. um so my final question for you David Aguiar is hey are you super strong sometimes ooh I mm. like that I like that answer you the, the audience can't see this because it is mm. a, an audio medium but you kind of made yourself smaller and kind of like- and kind of got up to the mic <laughs> yeah i had to think about it <laughs> <laughs> i like that well i mean i think that should probably be the right answer for most everybody about anyway right? especially yeah. the way uh the the way you led up to the question right was sort of so many different types of strength. so many different types of strength I well mean, that's my that's a perfect you know that's the the way that you answered and the way that you're being thoughtful about this is exactly like a perfect way to look at you, you know, mm. because I think that's who mm. you are as a person. I think you are very thoughtful. And, you know, and so if I'm someone who's listening and connecting with you and thinking, man, I like this guy, like the cut of his jib, mm. you know, <laughs> what, <laughs> what oh, if, I haven't heard that expression. <laughs> I'm going to start using that. <laughs> what, are the, what is some advice you can give to our listeners that are connecting with you to make them as super strong as a David Aguiar, mm. something that, that can kind of serve as a mantra this week until next week when the next guest comes on. Right. I think like most people we all have strengths that maybe uh right off right off the bat in some kind of a social situation or professional situation or otherwise fill in the blank sometimes that strength 
isn't going to be the most obvious. You're always not going to walk right into your wheelhouse. And again, kind of, kind of circling back to like our drummer uh, conversation earlier, like about being a percussionist, about the community, about your role or whatever is, um, I think it's very important to understand that there's a place for most people's strengths, but it usually takes, uh, or not usually it can take, uh, some, some patience to step back and see like where, where it is that you can apply that strength. It's not always obvious. I mean, in like in music, like in a musical situation is where my head is where my head's at right now is, uh, if I'm playing a big band jazz thing, it's not really my strength. Sure. But I did grow up playing rock and roll. I got super into like jazz trio stuff was kind of more my wheelhouse through college and everything. So hopefully I can take the best of those two worlds and learn how to at least use what I think I am. I don't feel like I'm strong here. At least when I was playing big band stuff in college, I don't feel like I should be here, Okay. but I feel like I can pull some strength. Like I can pull from my strength as like a, like a hard hitting kind of rock drummer. Mm -hmm. You know, I just threw it up air quotes. Like anyone could actually see them. (laughs) And I could take my strength as someone who really delve into like trio jazz stuff where I'm listening for form and I'm listening to the melody and I'm listening to the hits and stuff. Yeah, totally. And hopefully I could take somewhere where I'm not strong and use some of my strengths to at least be enhance them, get through that. Yeah. At least yeah. be the part in the corny, uh, phrase, but like the best version of like myself in that situation yeah, as, totally. as, as a drummer, you know, at I least, like that. Yeah. Know, I like that a know. lot. Yeah. Cause I mean, it, it just, uh, and I, the idea of just like, using what you have to excel in a different way right. you know it's like and, and that's what makes you you and so it makes you sound like you makes you play like you and then right. and, and or even if it's not playing i mean it's like in relationships or mm-hmm. cooking or anything it's just like you know using what you know it makes it makes you unique you know right and i feel like it's the same with it's so I mean, it's one of the best things about music is it's so relative to so many other things like to me someone who overplays to get through like a nervous situation is someone who over talks to get through a nervous situation. Oh, totally, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, uh, if someone is a great talker, I know people that are like social butterflies, super funny, great dudes. But the minute it's just like a three way conversation, it's just three people and we're chilling and everyone's kind of relaxed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just can't take their foot off the gas. And right. I always yeah, want to yeah. like <laughs> ask interesting questions. Like, dude, you don't need to ask interesting. You're like, we, <laughs> yeah, just, we, can, we can just, just chill, chill right now. Yeah, 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 we can yeah. just chill. But, you know, and, and vice versa. People that are really introverted who kind of figure out how to not freak out and get in their own heads. And then yeah. maybe over five, ten minutes, you find stride. You find some people that you that you get along with or, you know, kind of have some common interest. No, totally. Yeah, yeah I like that, right. man. I like that. Well, now it is the plug time. You know, it's it's time to it's time to plug some stuff. You know, All right? And so, you know, you can let you can really put the pedal to the metal here and just plug your social media. Plug, you know, Brett the Brevet. You know, you guys got some. You guys got a show coming up. You wanted to hype. You got social. You got YouTube videos. You got you know albums to sell. Mm-hmm. You know all these type of things. Where, where where can people follow David Aguiar and find out more about the Brevet? Right on. Well, the Brevet's easy. Uh, as far as plugging, it's just thebrevet.com. B R E V E T. 
the brevet yeah b-r-e-v-e-t uh so that's easy it's everything is just at the brevet Instagram. what is the brevet what is that it's a military rank that dates back like Ooh. revolutionary war it's like a a merit of of uh honor bravery hell yeah it was something that you would you would be granted you could get, you could be breveted as a soldier it doesn't necessarily it doesn't raise your pay or anything uh-huh. it's just it's just a title uh, just a title yeah assistant to the regional manager yeah right (laughs) so it's like essentially like an unpaid promotion kind of thing which is pretty fitting for for what we do you know trying to try not to get too caught up in all the things we were talking a little bit before the podcast you know about trying to manage the the business side of this thing which Mm -hmm. you know obviously the fact that we're trying to do this for a living means we want to put food on the table yeah but try not to get so caught up in that that we lose sight of what what it like it really means you know i really like i mean i like the meaning of that word and the fact because the, mm-hmm. especially in contrast with what we were talking about because it really is it's hard that you start out as artist and then if it's mm-hmm. like if you want to make money and you need to make you know try to be successful and have a family and you know have a house and all those things mm-hmm. you have to get smart about that stuff and it, and it's hard and that can that can be tense on relationships if you know people are leaning harder into it or against it or yeah you know, it's difficult yeah. it's got to be somewhere somewhere in the middle i think like most things yeah and, you have to find a middle ground and work <clears> on it. Yeah, so that's where that came from. That's been that's since cool. since day one. Eric, our our lead singer, that was his vision from the day from the day I first stepped Honor. foot in the studio. Honor, I like that. Uh, so the brevet, you can find it everywhere. Uh, I think I already accidentally plugged a lot of the videos from a lot of the songs you guys have heard. No, so. they I I edited all those out. So, oh, you so did? They didn't hear any of that. Oh, awesome! Now you have to edit out that too. <laughs> no, we're good. We're no, we're, no. They'll they'll know. I, I need them to know that you were acting inappropriately and nice. Before yeah, that's <laughs> good. That's probably important. Well, jacked up on coffee. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I mean, like, but yeah, you you should talk about all that stuff. Yeah, as far as like uh, all the music we just heard, the first song, Gateway Drug. We we did uh, Red Hill Sessions. If you check out the Brevet Red Hill Sessions, you hear some uh, kind of stripped down versions of a bunch of songs, including uh, Gateway Drug, that first song you played. Um, for all you need to know, there's a pretty cool video out, video out there directed by Sarah Thacker. Those are all on the YouTubes. The Deering Woodroom Session for Silver and Gold is coming out soon. And the next song you're going to hear, So Long, is also it's on all the things as well. You know, yeah. Spotify itunes all that stuff that's true we are gonna play after after everything's mm-hmm. done and the show's done stick around for a couple seconds there mm-hmm. and you'll hear the beginning of the tune yeah so, it's, long. so long's everywhere if you put in brevet so long there's like an official music video red hill session we did a stripped down version of this as well there's a bunch of live versions all that, that stuff. And, and what's then, your uh, individual social media uh it's david aguiar drums okay. uh instagram that's basically i really only do instagram i can't handle twitter uh-huh. uh I'm kind of. I have yeah. everything, but I only really use or even enjoy Instagram. Yeah, Face, <laughs> yeah. Facebook. Basically, I just set my Instagram settings to share whatever I do on Instagram to Facebook. But yeah, that's my main things, and it's spelled phonetically because my name is a lot of people spell it wrong. So, uh, my name is last name is Aguiar, like mm-hmm. Aguilar without an L. Yep. Which is very hard to get around Santa Ana, California, with right. the Aguilar with no L. Right. Uh so it's just David Aguiar, A G G Y. A-R-E, Aguiar, just yep. phonetically. Um, and then the last but not least final plug is uh, our House of Blues show on April 18th. House of oh, Blues yeah. Anaheim, the Brevet's doing a hometown show. We really only do like one or two of these a year because mm-hmm. we're out on the road a bunch and we like to kind of make these like a special thing where we can hype them up. And yeah. 
and whatnot. So um, we'll I haven't a- been to the new House of Blues yet. I mean, it's, oh, not, really? it's not new yet. It's new anymore. It's like two years old or something like that. But um, yeah, it's cool, man. It's it's not in downtown Disney anymore, right? Yeah. Which is a huge uh, good thing. A, a huge. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> like I, I think actually after they extremely uh, good. After they shortly after they built that new House of Blues off of the downtown Disney thing, and I don't know if I was just like hearing my news in like a weird order or something. Mm-hmm. I heard that they started they put security like out like for downtown Disney. Like right. it used to be, you just stroll in there. Right? No, yeah, well, now no, you, you can't gotta, now. Parking still a shit show. Dude, hauling yeah. drums yeah. in there is insane because they make oh, you unpack man. every drum and the hardware case, uh, oh, your hardware bag goodness. and all that stuff and stick bags and everything. You have to unpack everything. So something tells me they got that memo and decided that it's already hard enough being in downtown Disney and yeah. it's going to make it harder. But I'm probably wrong once again. You can go ahead and fact, fact check the hell out of me. Yeah. But it's awesome. The The big room, I think, fits more people than before. I think it sounds better. The other one was weird. I like a balcony and stuff. But yeah. But it's a cool room. We're actually in the parish room, which is right next to it. It's like the 350 cap room right yeah. next to the big room. That's awesome. Um, which is a good number for us because that's a number that we pretty confident we could sell out. Yeah. We have before. So that's awesome. It's be good. Uh, Moonlight Graham is another Orange County band. They'll be they'll be opening up for us. I think we're gonna have another person on as well. Cool. We're still kind of working that out, but yeah, check them out too if you dig them. Moonlight Graham, kind of. Alternative Americana kind of vibe. Awesome. And what was the date on that? I think you. Said and that, that is uh, April eighteenth. April eighteenth. House of Blues, Parish Room, Anaheim. Yeah, get tickets yeah. on on their websites and all that stuff. Yeah, you you can find it if you're on our Instagram. We're putting swipe ups like every two days. Oh hell so yeah! So it's it's probably swipe it's, up. And it's going to be tickets. obnoxiously obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on awesome. the process to get Bet tickets us. for that show, but trying to we, sell tickets, man. Yeah, man. We hope some of you guys come. I hope old. Uh, Senor Super Strong here can come. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Let me. I'll I'll give the answer to that right now. Just say yes. I don't. I don't like. Even if you can't come, okay. You just do what everyone else does and just say like, yeah, man, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, man. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's a hard sell. I hate telling other musicians about shows. I know it sucks, like, dude. It's uh, that, like it sucks also because like all oh, our friends are musicians. In the night? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't do anything <laughs> on Friday or Saturday night, right? Yeah, I'll be <laughs> like, home from work, uh, <laughs> kicking my feet up. <laughs> yeah. Gonna watch some it scary sucks, movies. It's, it sucks never being able to support like friends that are doing stuff because we're yeah. always all doing stuff at the same time. So. It's kind of beautiful though. It's kind of like we were saying my first guy. I haven't seen you in years, but kind of mm-hmm. feel like we just kind of pick up where we left off. There's totally, no man. like expectations for people to show up. Just it may it all it, it makes this it makes this we're doing here like yeah. Uh, more special than me, you know. Totally, me too, yeah. Well, and it's that true. It's it's that true. It's not only uh, a musician thing, but it's like a human thing too. Of just like, no, right. like we're all. Everyone gets how hard life is and how busy you get and all this stuff. And it's not it's not a sign of not trying to hang. It's just a sign of like we're all doing our thing. It's hard, you know. Yeah, it's hard man. To do all that shit done, but we all, like, you know, we're all in it together. Sure. In and our own ways. But. It's a beautiful thing. I think it addresses all like the most important parts. Yeah. Of life, totally. you know. It's like. I still love you. I still support you. Love you too, man. I support but, you too. Yeah, and you gotta let me know when you're when you're out playing. It yeah. sounds like you're down in Orange County a lot. I am down there in cool, Orange so. County a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach Churchill and I do a lot of work down there. So. Zach Churchill, I gotta I gotta check him out. So yeah. is he based out of Orange County? Or is he? he is. Yeah, he lives down in Mission Viejo, and oh, then, nice. but we do a lot of, a lot of work in like Laguna Beach and all that stuff. So nice, man. 
But uh, yeah, I guess the, the last thing I do, I'll, I'll plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music for the show, which is very funky and fun. Nice. Um, the Instagram is Ryan is super strong. The Twitter is at super strong Ryan. And you can email us at Ryan is super strong at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook. And what I always ask everybody to do is if you listen to the show and you like it and want to help us grow, then go on to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review and leave something to write a review. Why do you like it? Did you just tune in for David's episode and you want it to grow because of that? That's fine. Write that. I'd love to have more compliments for David there up on, on the old Apple podcast. Do it. But when you guys do that, it helps the show grow. And when the show grows, more ears all around the world get on my badass guests like David Aguiar here from The Brevet. You know, so yeah! help us out. Help us grow the show. Help us grow all these people. And, uh, dude, thank you so much for making the time to come out and be on this wacky-ass show. And Thank I hope you. the Brevet, you know, is happy that you shared the music on this weird, weird show that you found. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they will. Yeah, they'll be stoked. I don't know if they're gonna like all the all the shitty wrong facts I put out, but but that's we'll okay. get we'll you get know, through it. Can, yeah. And uh, and all of them are invited to come up if they want to come up and hang out nice. on the show as well. And you yeah, know, hype their next shows or hype more videos and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, or just not, they don't have to hype anything. They can just come up and hype re-racks. I think, they'd be, I think they'd be stoked to do that. Yeah, I'm going to have them come. I'm not going to come. They're just yeah. going to come and do re-racks and maybe yeah. talk about music a little bit. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> no, man, I, pre- I really appreciate you having me. This of is course, like, man. Like I mentioned, this is my first podcast, so this is uh Hell yeah. I fun. hope it was a good experience. You got plenty of coffee in you. Oh, dude, it was awesome. It's good. Yeah. I All mean, right, man. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you, man. Thank of you. Of course, you too. The last thing I do on every show is I talk to uh, one listener or a group of listeners, and I try to get them to up their game in some way. So this All week right. is no different. And I'll start that right now. This week I'm talking to a specific group of listeners that I've found very annoying lately. It's people who name their dogs fake names. <laughs> Your dog shouldn't be named Taffy, okay? Your dog shouldn't be named Scratchy. Pumpkins! Not stop. pumpkins. <laughs> shouldn't be Licorice Whip. Shouldn't be Tic Tac. Uh, name your dog's real names. David and I went on a nice walk before we started this podcast. We had a nice conversation about this because we've we've found a correlation between people that name their dogs fake names and their inability to, to be good dog owners. Mm-hmm. And so I know that there are some of you that do that. And look, I get it. if you have a kid and they named their they named your dog Sparkle Unicorn or something like that, I, I get it. You know, there's not a lot you can do about that. So you get a pass. All right. Mm-hmm. But if you're an adult and you're rescuing a dog, rescuing it. And then you name it, you know, Fluffernutter. <laughs> You're stupid. That's stupid. Don't do that. It's not good for anyone. You got to change your wily ways. You got to listen to the advice of someone like David Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Let's go back in the archive of Ryan is Super Strong and listen to all the advice of my badass guest. Mm-hmm. Don't name your dog a fake name. Give it something smart and, and good and strong. Steve, if you do that, Chad, maybe one day you'll be super strong too. Just like Ryan. Yes. <laughs> so long. <laughs> ah, I've been searching for you here for so long, so long. Ah, I've been searching for you here for so long, so Was 
Passenger ain't living at all. It ain't living at all. 